Hi team, and what's the good news? The good news is today is Thursday, so we have another episode of My Kind of Podcast for you. We're on Season 3, Episode 44, The Timekeeper's Archway. In a dystopian wasteland of a future, where shadows of desolation permeate, our band of heroes emerge, each one carrying the scars of the past, yet fueled by a shared determination to survive against the encroaching walls of darkness. They're on a journey to unravel the mystery shrouding their world and the flickering flames of memories that refuse to be extinguished. This is where the haves and have-nots collide, but it may be a price too heavy to pay. Dear reader, as they entered, a warm scent wafted through the air, and a dim corridor echoed the voice in the night. Dr. L, a sheik of knowledge and vast deserts, Jenny was greeted and accompanied by Leela and Sunshine. In the background, the figure of Aunt Julie shrouded in mysteries as dense as the mist in the hotel's chambers, watched them intently, her gaze hiding tales of eternity. Here, time was a tapestry interwoven, and nights flowed into days. The shadows moved to the rhythm of hushed whispers. Jenny and her companions navigated the hotel's haunted halls, where the echoes of bygone eras sang haunting melodies. They learned that the infinite hotel was a labyrinth of exclusive exits, the doors opening into worlds crafted from stuff that dreams and nightmares are made of. In this domain, memories turned into phantoms and trailed, the twisted, and trailed through the twisted hallways in the labyrinth of consciousness leaving travelers yearning for a way back to the familiar world that they left behind. But there is only entries, no exits. Venturing deeper, Jenny found herself in the central atrium of what appeared to be a, a, a time research complex, a secretive sanctuary of timekeeping buried deep in the ground. The atmosphere buzzed with energy that stirred her soul. To her right, liquid crystal display hovered in midair, their screens alive with torrents of data. Researchers in suits with luminescent threads matched the doorways. They were bathed in a soft light and the soft glow of their terminals. The facility's walls are made of alloys beyond conventional science, and they shimmered in and out of solidity. They enclosed time capsules with each one, a cocoon capable of suspending a person with an isolation with isolated an instant and a pocket with time's ceaseless flow. Amidst this marvel, Jenny's, Jenny's expression turned to somber as she was un, unrivaled at the facility, the true's purpose. And that's when she was sad. The vault's history uh, forged for the future. Here, time was not merely a concept, but a malleable resource to be observed, to be understood, and potentially reshapen with a mission with this intricate facility as itself. Jenny, still coming to terms with the magnitude of her discovery, found herself at the edge of humanity's quest for knowledge, witnessing the relentless pursuit of, of time being harnessed itself in this hallowed hallway of time, where the very of essence seemed to bend at the will of artificial intelligence, we find Camilla, the sentinel of temporal thresholds. She was not immune to the pervasive influence of Aunt Julie. Aunt Julie the reminiscent of modern-day Medusa, enthralled with her presence, possessed a psychological power, capable of inf infiltrating the minds and warping intentions. With nothing more than a hushed word, 
or a fleeting glance, or the slightest gesture, Aunt Julie could shroud Camilla's consciousness, and anyone's, into oblivion. Dear reader, let's not forget. Her influence can ensnare anyone's mind. Well, anyone except for Rex. Under, Cam under, her, under Aunt Julie's spell, Camilla was a custodian of chronology. The mighty unknowingly became the agent of change, opening doors through time, at a whim, of Aunt Julie. And she does, annually, during the gauntlet, a time when Aunt Julie gets a glimpse of the above world. Aunt Julie's sway of Camilla meant that she had dominion over the timekeeper's archway, which her heroes found themselves. This was a power core of the facility. With Camilla as her unwitting accomplice, Aunt Julie could manipulate into the threads of history and yet to come, transforming the Institute into a stage for her machinations. Jenny realized that to unravel this temporal maze, she must first acknowledge that Aunt Julie's hold over Camilla, and consequently the entire complex, her odyssey now is one of revelation and potential insurrection against the enigmatic puppeteer who pulls the strings within time's malevolous finesse. Camilla in the archway, or Camilla the architect of the of this proceeded in the grand archway, the epicenter of the facility. With a mere gesture, she orchestrated the currents of time with discrete zones. Her finesse, as undeniable as it was invisible, she was directed or she directed a symphony of moments and millennia, and her actions sending waves across the fabric of time, yet anyone around her didn't know any difference. Amidst the relentless ticking, the grove of crystalline floor shimmered with life. Their glow was waxing and waning in harmony with the temporal flux commanded by Camilla. This oasis offered, the tranquil, offered a tranquil respite to those who were entangled in the study of time's malleable nature. Within the timekeeper's archway stood a particular clock, inconspicuous, yes, yet distant. Its hands danced in an enigmatic tempo, seemingly out of step with conventional time. This clock was an unspoken innovation that drew Jenny towards it with a mag magnif magnifying fascination. The clock's face was an orb of translucent material, neither glass nor crystal, but something shimmering on the edge of perceptions, colors that defied naming. This was an infinite, or this, this clock ticked, but instead of ticking, it was more like a, like a resonation. A vibration felt deep within one's core, rather than heard. As Jenny neared, the like a disorienting Virgo overtook her, the air around her thickening as if charged with the breath of time itself. The hands of the clock were just mere shadows. Nothing seemed to cast them but shadows nonetheless, but they casted a great shadow across the surface, counting not seconds, but the weight. In an instant, it took Jenny's breath away. The clock's face became a clear window, revealing the tapestry of her past and threads of potential future. Alongside historical events that echoed through time, driven by curiosity, she reached out, only for the shadows to become tangible. Clasping in her hands, knowledge flooded through her. The recognition that this clock was charted not for time, but for the significance of moments. And one was coming. Jenny reeled from the revelation, her mind now burdened with the foreknowledge of a pivotal encounter that would steer her destiny. Empowered, she knew that she might, not, that she might now have to challenge Aunt Julie. 
liberate Camilla, Camilla, and guard the sanctity of time for those of whom it would that would be twisted to her will. Rex, trailing a little bit behind her, caught her in a sudden stop, and he entered the scene. This swagger was one of a cybernetic outlaw, the anomaly amidst the sacred archway. His arrival stirred the air, changed friction. The creation as if it rejected his presence. The, he sneered at the clock. Spurs clinked in defiance against the floor. The clock, responsive to the darkness he carried, unfurled the future shape with it by his misdeeds. A vortex of faces appeared. Not in agony, but with the vindication and the temptous retribution gained under the horizon. Rex saw himself, once formidable, now ensnared by the very web of his own deceit. Tools of his own terror, repurposed for the repatriation, and rendered him powerless in the spectacle of his former self. As the vision faded, going back to the clock, leaving him with a peered, peered into a void, a crack appeared steadily on his face, a sign that the future revealed may alter his path. In the corridor of the facility, memory was fleeting as sand through an hourglass. The longer one lingered within these walls, the more elusive their past became, as though amnesiac, dra amnesiac draft predetermined in the atmosphere, it weighed heavy upon the visitors. Tangible heaviness was in their chest. There was a haunting scene of lost identity. Leela's admission was a whisper of vulnerability, and the chamber of uncertainties resonated with shared glances of uneasiness. Rex's demeanor, however, remained unreadable as the void of the clock had shown him. His facade betrayed, betraying him no hint of internal turmoil. Surely, it must have awakened by Anama's future that he had a glimpse of. The struggle was palpable. An internal battle against the creeping amnesia threatened to dissolve the very fabric of their identity. Sunshine leaned heavily against the atrium walls. Her voice trembled with confusion. The chaos clouded her mind. The warning was clear. Here, vigilance was not merely a strategy. It was, a it was a necessity for survival. As they transversed the halls, they understood that here was a facility where time current was not merely a plaything, or time current was merely a plaything. Realities were twisted in turn like a puzzle uns by unseen hands, and to withstand Aunt Julie's spectral influence, they had to be as fluid as time as they were immersed in it, reshaping their own perceptions to anchor them to, the to some point in time. Our heroes, armed with the knowledge that time would not be linear, unyielding stream they had been led to believe now faced the manifestation of their fears. The works that they, that they whose very existence was a testament of the malleable nature of reality shaped in beliefs and hysteria. At the front desk, a custodian awaited, a sentinel tree whose, root, whose roots dwelled into the realms of the unknown. His limbs were, were thick and wise, gestured with a rustle that seemed to speak of ancient riddles. Solve this, he, he said, and the sanctuary within these walls. The riddle he posed was cryptic, a puzzle that seemed to dance on the edge of their understanding, almost as if the answer was something that they had once known, but now was obscured by fog in their minds. But as the above clock ticked away, its rhythm and alien melody, they realized that the solution to the riddle was more than a mere key to the room. Perhaps it was the very lifeline that could tether them from, from slipping away into reality. With bated breath, they listened. As a tree began, his voice began 
and a deep timber that seemed to echo from the roots of the earth to the canopy of the heavens in the beginning of the challenge that would test their very will to remember. Walk on the living, they don't even mumble. Walk on the dead, they mutter and grumble. What are they? The group exchanged glances. Leela looked at Sunshine. Sunshine looked at looked at Jenny. Jenny looked at Ray. Ray looked at Rex. Rex looked at Dr. L. Everyone pointing at each other. As they dwelled into the depths of their collective knowledge, the air around them seemed to pulse with the ticking of the clock from earlier. A silent yet pressing reminder of the temporal storm that they navigated. In the silence that followed, a clue to the riddle's answer hung tantalizingly just out of reach. An anticipation of discovery or dread of the future settled around each individual depending on what they saw on the clock with the challenge laid before them and their memories a currency of a high-stakes game. Our heroes sealed themselves, not only to lock them in the room of this facility, but to lock the secrets preserving their identities against the erosion of time. And it is here, dear reader, here. We must leave our heroes hovering on the cusp on the brink of oblivion as the clocks tick down to the next chapter of their journey through the otherworldly establishment. But you see, dear reader, it's not Lily or Vanessa's fault, because Jenny broke the mystery box. So now that Vinci brought the read even existed because Jenny broke the mystery box. And sometimes the history thing happened, did. But other times, it didn't. But that's just what you think. The truth is in your imagination. This is what really happened. Camilla seemed to hold her breath, because Jenny broke the mystery box. And we all saw what happened. But when you tell the story, dear reader, will you tell it as it really happened? Will we succumb to the shadows of uncertainty? The choice is yours. See you next week. A huge shout out to everyone who made this possible. A huge shout out to Lauren, to Toby, to Chris, to Terrence, uh, to Jeff, to Bree, to pretty much everybody who made this possible. There's so many people. I just want to give a huge shout out, and we'll see you guys next week. Stay frosty, my friends.